Welcome everybody to the Coffee House Questions Podcast. This is Ryan Polly. And now today is a very special day. Now I normally say that when I have an interview, but today's special for a different reason. Today is the second anniversary of the Coffee House Questions Podcast. I can't believe that I've been recording this for two years now, but that's the way it happens. And we are now at two years. And a lot of exciting stuff has happened over the last two years. And so I want to share that with you, especially if you're someone that has started listening more recently and and isn't aware maybe of some of the interviews or some of the things that have happened in the past or, or why this podcast was started or why I do what I do. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on the episode today. Now, it's been a busy beginning of the year, and I have said that over the past few times. The last podcast I just put out, I mentioned how I'd done four speaking events since the beginning of the year. Well, now that is up to eight. Since January 10th, which is about five, uh, six weeks ago, I've done eight different events around the country in Indianapolis and here in California, apologetics conferences, as well as radio shows. And it is so exciting and it's been fun. It's been draining as well as working full-time as a high school teacher and also uh, writing and doing grad school in my final semester here at Talbot School of Theology, working on my master's in apologetics. And so uh, that's been a lot of fun. And I only have one more scheduled event, at least right now, uh, in the near future. On March 12th, I'll be on Truth Matters TV talking about the Imago Day, the image of God, and how that uh, impacts us and how we look at the world. So I'm excited about that opportunity. Uh, but that's all the scheduled events coming up. And so it's just been a fun beginning of the year and now getting to celebrate two years of podcasting. Man, has it flown by. Uh, in the last two years, I've done 77 episodes interviewing different people and discussing all different types of issues. And and the goal of this and the goal of Coffee House Questions, if if you haven't been listening for long again, is this idea of what kinds of questions are going to come up while you're sitting down over a cup of coffee with an unbelieving friend, a family member, a skeptic, someone who you're sitting down at a coffee shop, you're, you're just enjoying a nice, relaxing conversation, what sort of questions come up? And then are we ready on the spot to give answers to those questions? Do we have at least a general idea of why we believe certain things that we do? Or do we have to say, I don't know, come talk to someone else for everything? Now, that's, that's fine at the beginning. But hopefully, as Christians, we are growing in our knowledge and understanding and being able to answer some of these questions. The other thing I love about the idea of coffee house questions and sitting down over a cup of coffee is it's not kind of debate style. Right? It's not on the street yelling and arguing with someone. When I think of a coffee house question, you know, a coffee house conversation, I think about just sitting down, having a nice, relaxed conversation, enjoying a cup of coffee in peace, but really thinking deeply. You know, it's, it's over a cup of coffee that I've had some very meaningful discussions uh, and times with mentors and with people in my life. And so that is this idea that, I, that I've been wanting to present. Also, the way I do the podcast, it's not super scripted. It's not perfectly typed out and well-researched. And now I've done my research, uh, but the show isn't presented like that because I, again, I want to kind of give this style of just sitting down and how would I respond to these questions on the spot? Just like when I'm doing Q&A at a church and you can see those videos on YouTube, how would I respond? Just kind of off the cuff. You know, if someone asks me a question, I don't have time to just pull out all my books and spend 10 hours researching before answering. How would I respond? And those are sort of the things that I want to teach you how to do with this podcast. And so that's been exciting. Now, I, I get a lot of 
my material from you guys. Uh, a lot of it is, is, is questions that students ask me, questions that come up during my classes, as well as people writing in on, on all of my social medias uh, from different age groups. Those are where my questions come in. And so I do want to give those links to you guys so that you can send those in. Uh, contact at Coffee House Questions is my email, a great place for you to send in questions as well as contact for speaking engagements. Uh, if that's what you're interested in, the uh, facebook.com slash coffeehouse questions is a place where I post uh, all the blogs and articles and everything I've written, as well as I give updates uh, saying who I'm going to be interviewing in the future so that you can ask questions to those people and get your questions answered by some of the scholars that I have on the podcast from time to time. Twitter at Ryan Polly three also Instagram and Snapchat at Ryan Polly three are great places where I post pictures of speaking events as well as updates on what I'm doing. And, and again, where students have written in questions on those platforms as well. And so those are all the different ways that you can contact me and, and get involved. And so as I kind of look through the, the last two years on, on what I've done, the, the goal of what this has been is to try to give a general overview of apologetic issues, especially being a high school teacher, what are the ones that students deal with? And so one of the main things that I love discussing and I love thinking about because I see it as one of the biggest issues with students is, is the topic of science. Our young people are in high school classrooms, especially if they're in public schools, learning about evolution, learning all of the scientific factual information. And oftentimes this is one topic that leads people to reject Christianity, that oftentimes people can't don't see science and faith going together. And this is one talk that I have that I just gave a couple uh, last weekend in El Centro is our science and faith compatible. And when you look at it, when you understand the definitions correctly, not only are science and faith compatible, they go very, very well together with, with God being the creator of his word and the creator of nature. They are going to be in agreement. Often what we see in our culture is an incompatibility when the terms are defined and it's actually naturalism versus theism, two worldviews that don't go together. But instead of defining science in a naturalistic way, when we define it in a correct way, we actually see that science and faith go very well together. Again, we can't let them define faith in a different way. We can't let the atheistic definition of faith and believing in something when against the evidence or when there is no evidence. Instead, faith is trusting in something for which we have good reason to believe. And so we've discussed the fine-tuning argument with Kendall Brewer on the show. I've also had Dr. Jeff Zwerink, uh, one of the scholars and scientists at Reasons to Believe. He was on talking about evangelism and, big, and the Big Bang, how we can use the Big Bang in evangelism, and then also the science and faith and how those two things go together. And then a lot of episodes on creation evolution, the old earth versus young earth. And I have in planning and, and in re kind of researching right now, uh, some episodes of questions that have come up about death before the fall and the local versus global flood and, and how we as Christians should think about those issues. And so that has been something uh, very fun to do is the scientific side of it. We've also discussed things like morality and, and the problem of evil. Dr. Clay Jones was on discussing his book, Why Does God Allow Evil? One of the biggest questions that has come up and that comes up in these different Q&As that Christians have to understand, you know, why is God allowing these things? How does a good God exist and allow the evil to happen in our lives? And even in the, in the Bible, right, with the killing of, in the Old Testament, how does a good God command those things? How do we understand this 
as believers. And then Rose Polly, my mom, came on and talked about how can God use evil for good? How can God use these evil circumstances in our lives and produce something good? And so that is very important, again, with one of the biggest issues that comes up when discussing life and looking at the pain and the suffering around us. Another kind of fundamental issue is logic. I think this is something that Christians have not thought maybe much deeply about. Um, And how do we spot bad explanations? How do we look at and ask good questions? And so Ken Samples, another scholar from Reasons to Believe, came on and talked about logic and spotting logical fallacies. And, And that this is one way when conversa- in conversation that we can make sure not only that we are presenting true and accurate information, but also that the other person is not using bad arguments to make Christianity look bad or to maybe even make their position look better. And so logic becomes the foundation of what we do and what we talk about. And it's important for Christians to understand logic. Now, again, being a high school teacher, one of my main focuses has been on students. So I've had Sean McDowell come on talking about how to train students and some of the things that he does in training students. Jay Warner Wallace uh, came on towards the beginning of the podcast and talked about uh, how do we train students rather than teach them. Uh, It's not just about teaching students, it's training them. And I have to thank Jay Warner Wallace for not only being on my show a few times, but also it's because of him two years ago that I even started this podcast. Uh, And then also Dan Britton came on. Uh, He's a pastor down in Texas, and he talked about how to get apologetics into the church and what he's done with his youth group of starting with the the seniors and then moving to all of high school and now even to the adults on how he has been able to get apologetics into the youth group and into the church. And then finally, kind of on the student side, uh, Brett Kunkel just started the organization Maven, focused on youth worldview issues, an incredible ministry that I've been able to join and I'm a a field guide for leading a trip in August, uh, end of July, early August to Utah and taking teams to Berkeley and training with them. Just incredible youth worldview training, helping students understand that what they believe is actually true, that it can stand up against other things. And it's been so exciting to see. And so student apologetics being a huge emphasis and and even some of my episodes talking about how to do certain things, how to teach the resurrection, how to teach morality, how to teach objective truth to students and trying to give some uh, help to young people and to people teaching young people. Now, I think a a podcast discussing all of this uh, would be helpful, but also one thing that Christians have to do, we need to engage our culture. This is kind of the third big thing. We need to engage the culture. Christianity is not just learning about God, not just learning about Christianity and, and hoping for heaven and trusting in Jesus, but Jesus came to transform culture. Jesus came to transform, and so we need to go out and transform culture. And so to do this, we have to understand our culture. What are the worldviews that are influencing and impacting Christianity? How do we ask good questions? How do we go out and evangelize? How do we start these faith conversations? How do we talk to even people that come to our door? Now, one thing I love is the Mormons have been coming to my house again recently. This is people coming to my house wanting to talk about Jesus, when you talk about Christianity, when you talk about religion, and we should want to engage those conversations. And so I've given some help there, but also some of the big cultural issues that we are dealing with. Megan Allman came on a little while back and talked about the pro-life issue, how to respond to pro-choice arguments, how to make a case for life 
the sanctity of the unborn, that we should protect and defend the rights of the unborn because they are valuable human beings created in the image of God. Alan Schleeman was also a guest talking about homosexuality and transgender and LGBT issues and how, again, do we, do we approach these groups of people with truth but also with compassion? How do we understand and approach these very difficult conversations that we have? And even the Nashville statement that was very controversial in, in many areas, how do we understand that with a correct approach? And Neil Harden came on and talked about that one as well and, and sharing his testimony. And these are things that I just want to encourage you to go back and listen to. In, in how do we get a well-rounded approach dealing with the theological issues, the scientific issues, logic, critical thinking, as well as culture. And then fundamentally, and most importantly, is understanding Christianity. And a lot of episodes have been devoted to this. And, and, and Craig Hazen came on, how do we defend the Christian faith? Jay Warner Wallace came on again, and how do we have an evidential faith? Greg Kokel talking about the story of reality, of that the Christianity is the true story of reality that explains the world best. And how do we understand and make a case for Christianity? I, I've talked a lot about kind of the hermeneutics and how do we do proper biblical interpretation, interpreting different Bible verses that are often taken out of context, and how do we understand God's word well? As well as Andy Bannister coming on talking about atheism and, and how do we understand, again, the atheistic arguments and how Christianity is unique and how it stands up against those things. And so all of this, man, there's just so much that has been happening, so much more with 77 different episodes, but all of this with the goal of doing one thing, of training you, the believer, to understand Christianity, to understand some of the objections against it and the main questions that come up, and then how to make a defense of the Christian faith, how to give a reason for the hope that is in you with gentleness and respect. This is the goal and this is what we're trying to do with Coffee House Questions and in helping us to sit down over that cup of coffee and answer questions that would help break down barriers and lead someone to Jesus Christ. Again, we recognize it is Jesus that saves, not apologetics, through the work of the Holy Spirit. But oftentimes there are blinders, there are boundaries that keep someone from seeing the truth. There are excuses that are built up. And by answering questions... We can often break down those boundaries so that people can see a clear picture of who Jesus is and come to a knowledge of who he is and, and gain that salvation that's only given through Jesus. Now, I've shared this story before, and I'll finish with this. A few years back, before I even started this podcast, I was on the mission field in the Dominican Republic, and a guy came down on a mission trip and confessed to me the first night that he was an atheist and that he had many questions. We stayed up every night till 1 or 2 a.m. during the week that he was staying at my house, discussing all these different questions that he had about the Gnostic Gospels and why the Gospel of Thomas wasn't included in the New Testament, how the canon was chosen, and, and many other issues. At the very end of the week, his pastor gave an altar call, and he raised his hand and he accepted Christ. Afterwards, I went up to him and I said, hey, did I just see what I think I just saw? And he said, yeah. He said, after talking to you, I had no more excuses. That is the goal of apologetics, that the Holy Spirit is working and moving and can work and move through arguments and evidence. Again, an argument not being a fight, but giving a reasoned statement, a reasons for the hope that we have. And I do this because this is what I think that Jesus did and what I think the New Testament teaches us to do. When the disciples 
of John the Baptist came to Jesus and said, are you really the one that we're waiting for? Jesus didn't say, yes, just have faith. He said, look around you, the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear. Look at the evidence of who I am. When the paralytic was brought to Jesus and he said, son, your sins are forgiven. They said, who are you that you can forgive sins? And he said, stand up and walk, right? He gave visual evidence for what he's done. And at the end of the book of John, John writes, look, that Jesus did many more miracles that can't even be contained in these books of the world. And he did this and he's written this so that you would believe, right? I believe that we should have this evidential faith, that we have faith based in the evidence of who Jesus is, that this doesn't take away from the work of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't take away from, from an emotional relationship, but that our relationship, as I discussed in the last podcast, is based on both a knowledge and in, a, in feeling, right? That we love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And this is what de- produces deep, committed, powerful relationships for Jesus Christ. And this is what we want for students and for all people. And so Coffeehouse Questions has been going for two years, 77 episodes, with the goal of giving you the answers to some questions that you have so that you can make a defense for the Christian faith to your friend, your family member, your skeptic, the coworker, whoever it is, but do so in a way that is gentle, respectful, like you would sitting over a cup of coffee. I hope you have enjoyed what has been happening over two years. I hope you continue to enjoy what happens in the future. If you have liked what you've heard, please give it a like on social media. Share it with your friends so they can enjoy it as well. And I pray that you have a blessed and wonderful day. This is Coffee House Questions with Ryan Pauly. This dust won't hesitate to follow. Your love will guide my way.